Hi guys, welcome to the Holly Patricia Writes podcast, episode two. <laughs> um, so today I'll be talking about my second article, You Do You, that I wrote. It's about, um, for those of you that didn't read it, it's about uh, that feeling you get in your, I, I talk about how you get this feeling in your 20s, but really I think any age, you know, can feel like this. You know, you, you feel a bit stuck. Um, not sure what to do career-wise, like journey-wise, um, just not sure where to move forward. And I talk about how that's okay to feel like that, it's totally normal. And that also, if you ever feel like that, it's best to look inside and really s- see what what makes you happy. Because just at the end of the day, just do whatever you want, you know. Um so I'll be talking a bit more about that today. I also have a special guest on today, <laughs> um, Vanessa West. She is my mother. But she also, um, uh, personally, I think she is a great um, role model to talk about this topic. She, I'll give a proper introduction um, when I call her. But just the career jumps she's had in her life and then... You know, she had to stop working for a few years in between that and how she overcame them. And it'll, I'll just want um, to hear her perspective on this topic. Uh, anyway, but first, uh, you have to just put up with me for a second. Um, I want to give a little bit more of a backstory into, um, I'm only 26, but into my, um, my journey so far with this. So at um, 18... I I think from like 16 to 18, I was just working at a baker's delight and that was fun. I got so much free bread, <laughs> but I never thought of anything beyond that. I never thought of um, if I, I didn't, I know I didn't want to study because I, I knew at that point in my life, I was too young to really know what I wanted to do and I really had no idea and I didn't want to choose something and then waste money and time. So I knew I didn't want to study, but I still had no... I didn't really give much thought into, well, what am I going to do until then? So I worked at Baker's Light till I think 18 or 19. It's a long time ago. Um, and then I decided I wanted to be a receptionist or a personal assistant or something along those lines. So I went and did a short course in just you know, how to use the Microsoft Office um, and basic receptionist skills. And I went for a couple of job interviews and then I realised that it would be so boring. But as I say this, I don't want to offend anybody. Um, I, I was a receptionist actually for a bit for my dad. It was fine, but it was not me. I... For those of you that know me, I'm always running around. I mean, all morning before this, I have been running off my feet. Um, doing God knows what, but I'm just a busy person and I don't particularly like to be just... I can't see myself ever working in an office or um, just kind of doing routine things every day. Um, I I have too much of a busy mind and uh, I'm just a busy person. <laughs> Anyway, so I decided that that wasn't for me 
And I decided that I actually wanted to be a bartender. Um, they always looked like they had so much fun, so why not get in on it? Um, so I I did a, a um, like an RSA but also like cocktail training course. I actually did two of them. And the first one was really fun. Well, they were both really fun. But the second one, um, I did it because this place wanted to hire me. So that was also really good knowing there was a job at the end of it. So I worked at this bar, this um, backpackers bar in Melbourne for the next three years, I believe. And it was so much fun, just as I thought, um, you know, working all those late nights and I made so many friends. I, I just had the time of my life. It was really so fun. But again, I just, it's like I couldn't think any further than my week. I, I never thought anything about my future. I just, I was really naively just, oh, it'll all fall into place without thinking I had to put any work into it. So I never thought about what I wanted to do after bartending. Um, so I think just before, that was in the city, uh, in Melbourne, just before I moved back down to the Mornington Peninsula, I actually studied naturopathy um, for a bit. It was interesting, but yeah, just you know when you, you're not going to click with something, right? So I studied that for two months. Um, I quit that and then I came home and I still did like hospitality work, but I ventured out into more fine dining um, hospital work. And that was really fun. So I did that for three years at a winery. And, it, you know, I think I learnt out of all my hospitality time the most people skills there um, and the most kind of – I don't think people in hospitality realise how many life skills you, you do learn. Um, just having to read people and, you know, I never – when I first started waitressing I was so nervous too go up and talk to my tables but in the end I was like I don't know just hugging all my customers as they left and I don't know it's just um I I really I wouldn't take anything back I think it really grew me as a person um but I still yeah I realized I didn't want to do that forever but what I wouldn't know I want to do so I did bookkeeping because I really liked the idea of working from home um, I knew a couple of people that were bookkeepers. They worked from home. They had all these clients. I think because I was so busy, you know, working late hours for years and then coming home, being run off my feet, I think I wanted to stay put for a second. So I uh, did bookkeeping, realised I loved it so much. And so that was last year. So now this year that led me into doing my counselling. Um, and But now I've fallen into this. And so it's just really funny the way life works, isn't it? And I still really want to pursue um, something in the financial industry. But for now, I think what I, you know, working on this podcast and these blogs, it's really something I find so much joy in. And um, I'm so glad everyone's enjoying it so far. <laughs> anyway... Um, so let's bring in the guest. I'll give her a call. I hope she answers.
Hello, Holly. Hello, Vanessa. <laughs> You're on the show. Oh, lovely. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, just lovely. It's yeah. such beautiful weather here, isn't it? Oh, it's just so gorgeous. So yep. warm, so warm. Oh. So, a little bit oh. of an introduction. Um, my mum, she's 53 years old. And she's still studying at the moment, and I love that. Um, she, um, oh, she just, yeah, for, oh, God. I'm going to cut this whole thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she's still studying, 53 years old, but I'll let, let her, um, you know, introduce herself. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Well, hi, my name's Vanessa and as Holly said, I'm um, studying um, a diploma of counselling at the moment. Um, never having really studied before the age of 48 years actually when I did a diploma of healthcare documentation mm. because that gave me a job as a medical transcriptionist. So I hadn't, apart from doing school, hadn't studied until, started studying until, till 48. Yeah. I love that because I don't know a lot of people that would think to go back to school at that age. Yeah. Well, I guess it's so much easier now because everything's online because I've done all, you know, I'm doing all these courses online with some, with the counselling, we will have some um, seminar based sort of practicals. But it's, it just makes it so easy. Mm. And I get a few comments, like, you know, I'm on the um, school's Facebook group and some there's some people that write a comment saying, oh, you know, I'm 38, I don't know if I'm too old to study. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> Never too old. So, yeah, there's a few of us that pipe up and go, um, yeah, we're in our 50s and it's absolutely <laughs> fabulous. And it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I want to go back a little bit um, yeah. first and just talk about your, um, when you were 23, your whirlwind job offer that took you to Hong Kong. Yeah, well, Because I bet actually, you didn't think that was going to happen. No. You know. <laughs> no, well, as you say, I was 23 and I'd actually headed overseas to do um, – a bit of a Europe trip for six months and met my brother over there and I was literally, you know, you know, had family in, in um, Holland. Um, I was literally off the plane and starting that um, and three days later I got a call from an acquaintance I knew from Tasmania because my background was um, I was a turf manager working on right. um, golf courses. You actually got in the, pub, the local paper, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Well, it was a bit. Yeah, it was you know a little bit different for a. Um, <laughs> well, you were with me actually. Yeah, there was a photo of you and I because it was a little bit local girl makes good because I, you know, had the um, apprenticeship at the local golf course and then got offered this job in Hong Kong as an assistant um, to a friend I knew, and he said we've got a lot of staff a lot of Chinese-speaking staff, there's about 40 staff, and he said half of them are women, so I reckon my assistant should be a woman. So That's great. I said, uh, I'll have a think about it, and then 
I talked with my, well, boyfriend at the time, now my husband and your father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, I don't know. And he said, I'll meet you there. We'll do it. I love that. The support. And I said, okay, let's do it. For, so my six, yeah, my six month trip turned into six weeks. And, yeah, started a six-month contract um, in Hong Kong. That was supposed to be all it was. And um, that ended up being for nine years. So we went over with two backpacks and came back with a container full of furniture. And And two two kids. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a very successful nine years. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Yeah, so that was, I guess that's all about, uh, you know, I, I didn't really think about it at the time, but just taking that opportunity when it comes up. and Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, like, I was just saying um, before I called you, it's just crazy how life works. Like, um, I, you know, I was all set to maybe jump into the financial industry next year, but now I've found such joy with this podcast and blog that, you know, I might put that on the back burner for a bit, but you just never know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can you can combine lots of little things because I guess you never know what you really don't know what life's going to really throw at you. No. Yeah. So because when we came back from Hong Kong, um, um, Chris started working, but it was our plan to okay, we'll both go back, mm. and you kids are about three and five, and what we'll do is we'll both get sort of part time jobs. So we have a, um, you know, just just share that workload. Yeah. But then, yeah, consequently we came back and then, yeah, I got um, a bit sick. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Uh, because yeah, look, I, so have, I had, yeah, um, yeah I had uh, chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and, you know, every, anyone who's going through that or had gone through that, it's not an easy thing to... You know, there's lots of different reasons why people get it. And my mm. one, fortunately, was over probably nearly 10 years was helped with a great um, practitioner. I had um, heavy metal um, poisoning and, you know, I was on a low, low in a lot of stuff as well as I had, I don't know, parasites and all this sort of stuff. So oh it's something that sort of creeps up on you until one day you just absolutely can't get you out can't, of bed. yeah. Yeah, and that must have been really hard because, um, you know, you you're quite a busy person. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not much you can really plan for if um, all you can do for the day is get out of bed and have a shower, or cook dinner, and that's your day. You only had you only had the energy for that. Yeah, and and then was it hard because you didn't know how? Like, did you have an idea of how long that was going to last, or you just had to try and wait it out? <sighs> No, you know what, when you're in that, your thought processes are so slowed down and you're so foggy. Right. You're not even, I mean, yeah, I sure used to, you know, worry a bit about the long-term future and all that. But, I mean, I'm the sort of person that I just wasn't giving up on this. So, and I was lucky I had a fantastic doctor. So, each time I'd go back and she'd go, all right, we need to dig deeper and we'll do these tests. And she's quite an unusual doctor and doesn't. Does well. She was doing things there that weren't done in Australia. You know, I was getting a lot of tests sent over to the US. And 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, and I was so young when this Australia. happened. I never knew this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, so I, I came out of that, but I sort of wondered as I came to get my energy back, I started doing a few things. Like I did house cleaning, which was really good. I taught um, mosaics at a local community yeah. house. Yeah, so through those years. Was it nice to get back into doing something? But yeah, look, it is. But when you've only got like a little bucket of energy. Yeah, like it still knocked and, you out sometimes. Yeah, mm. yeah, a lot. So um, I was fortunate enough, you know, not, not everyone's in this situation where I had, you know, a really supportive husband. So I said, Can I'm I leaving my energy for my family and you, you know, you kids growing up, I haven't got the energy to work as well. And he said, that's, that's fine. I said, you know, I'll keep working myself and we'll work it out later. So yeah, well, yeah, that would have helped so much. Far longer than he probably should have, but is now happily retired. Yeah. And out now in the boat catching fish. So that's good. Oh my God. Well, he's deserved it. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. Um, so when you did your healthcare documentation, was it a degree? No, it was a diploma. diploma. So when I started to feel better, I did have a, a short time working at a fruit and veggie shop, but I just realised I thought it's going to take a long time for my energy to come back and I really mm. need to find something um, home-based that I can... Yeah, you know, yep. do, do as I can, and also I wanted something as Chris was, you know, heading towards retirement at that time, you know, in about five or six years. I wanted something that could travel with us if you know we wanted to go, go away, you know, caravanning or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, after I mean, I don't know if you remember, you know, I had all the sorts of um, almost party plane type things, you know, I had boxes of things. Arrive. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that actually. <laughs> yeah, all those um, natural cleaning product stuff and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not a salesperson. No, no, could not. <laughs> and then I stumbled on on this, um, and for anyone who is thinking of doing it, because it's out there, you know, they say, "Oh, medical transcriptionists needed," you know, work straight away, earn up to blah blah blah. It it's not fantastic money but it's it's, it's your good own money and I absolutely love it yeah so and you I, can do it on your own pace yeah so I really um I'm lucky enough that I work for um quite a big company the biggest company in Australia so we have lots of varied work to do and mm. and a great support network so I'm really yeah I'm really lucky I really I do love it yeah that's so good but the holiday pay is terrible um and so when you started medical, um, you know, being a medical transcriptionist, yeah. did you see that as a, just a career until you retired? Oh, I said, you know, I'm just going to do this for however long I can. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I still believe I will do that. But um, something that's been back in the back of my mind for quite a while is, you know, I've had quite a few people tell me you should really be a counsellor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, after all yeah, your yeah, experience listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 
know, and a few other people. And yeah. I thought about it, and I, I thought, you know, I am quite interested in the, you know, psychodynamics of someone's mind, and just, just, you know, it's like another helping profession. Are you going to psychoanalyze all of us now? Oh, I've been at doing Christmas. I've been doing it for years. You don't even know. <laughs> so, um. So is that what made you want to do counselling? You just got the idea from other people and then you realised, yeah. Yeah. So I guess at the start of um, the COVID um, crisis, that's when you were staying with us. Yeah. And I've just been looking into it and I, yeah, I came across this um, sort of the, it's it's pretty much the Australian recognised um, college. They just do counselling courses. And I, you know, I said to Chris, well, do you mind if I'm going to work? And plus, I'm also going to study. But it's not full time. I can do it when I want. Again, it's not set. Yeah. You don't know, have things in by a set time. And um, yeah. I thought, yeah, well, that gives him more time to, you know, go fishing and and I won't bug him too much. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I started he that loved... in March. Yeah. So and I love it. I, I... actually do love studying. And it's yeah. So nice. You know, I love studying my diploma, but this is just a uh, next level and it's Well, it seems so like you found something you really, yeah, you really find interesting. Yeah. And it's and I clear. Don't, I don't know. I don't know if it'll lead to something because there's other things that lead on, on to it. Yeah. But just well. see where it goes. But, um, yeah. I love that. I, it's nice yeah. that you're going into it with no expectation. Yeah. Yeah, not really. Um, like, I'm not, you know... Um, there's a lot of people who do it and that's absolutely fine. You know, they're like, I'm going to finish in six months. I'm going to set up private practice. And it's like, yeah, good on you. It's yeah. good to have a plan. But yeah. I'm actually just doing this um, for myself. And then, you know, towards the end, it'll probably take me another year anyway. Um, I'll see to see where it leads. Yeah, yeah. I might just start charging you guys. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be broke. <laughs> um. Sorry. Amazing. Well, do you have any advice for anybody at the moment, regardless of age or gender, that might be a little bit stuck with um, what to do with their lives, whether that be, you know, maybe they're not sure, yeah, where to move on, how to move on? Yeah, yeah. Look, if you feel, if you feel something, I guess if you feel something's right and you've thought about it a bit, I mean, even, you know, do your research and, and get help, go and see a career counsellor. Yeah. Um, and if it feels right, then go for it because it's sort of if if you you, you know sometimes people see others and they go oh you know they're so lucky look at their life and their achievements, but it's not actually achievements aren't met you know by sitting on the couch and watching Netflix you know you sort of got to you've got to there's so much hard work behind that you got to sit on the couch yeah. sit on the couch and watching Netflix is really good too. <laughs> Yeah, but you know you've got to. At some time, you've got to put that bit of a plan in action. You got to be a bit proactive, and yeah. yeah. But then again, I know there's a lot of people in situations that you know financially or for whatever other reasons, it's really difficult. But mm. you know, there's always there's help there at different levels. Yeah, you know, I believe for for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. always a way if you really want to do something. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And you've just got to take life as it as it comes, really, because, yeah, you, you know, 
one minute you could be going along okay and then, you know, something happens and so you just got to grab it. Yeah, Yeah, you do, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, is there anything else you think you'd like to add? No. um, It's great chatting with you. that's it. Oh, it's always lovely (laughs) chatting with you and, of course, I can't wait until I can actually – give you a big hug but that'll last soon enough <laughs> oh god yeah might be a while hopefully Christmas yeah. but I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me on on your podcast of it's course. just it's such a privilege and I'm incredibly proud of you of course you know that because I take that yeah, often thank you so much but you you know Holly you have so much insight and awareness into yourself and it's really lovely and I'm so happy that you're out sharing it Thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah. It all, it, it's great. So, you know, I'm doing the counselling. That's so, You're doing another helping profession, you know. You don't know who you're going to touch out there or help or change. Yeah. And, well, and it's great. Like the feedback I get just spurs me on more knowing that yeah. the things I write about actually resonates with people. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. And you know you've always been a great talker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can't stop me. (laughs) It was inevitable that I was going to do a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder where you get that from, but anyway. (laughs) All right, darling. All right, well, I'm sure I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. Love you. Love you too. (laughs) Oh, my God, okay. That was my mum. Love her so much. Bless her heart. I, um... I really, like I said before, I think she's a great role model in this topic. I mean, everyone's um, stories are quite interesting, I find. Um, but hers, you know, the fact that she had such a wild 20s and then came back to Australia and just kind of couldn't get out of bed for years. Um, from I remember not knowing much about it. I was maybe eight when it was really bad, when she was just in bed. But it was just like, um, I mean, when you're a kid, you don't really think too deep about that kind of thing, you know. We were just like, oh, she can't get out of bed. Can we use the computer? (laughs) Or can we go see our friends? You know, it was just like whatever. Um, But no, she, you know, as I grew up and I realised, you know, how she was feeling and how far she's come, I'm just so proud of her. Um, probably should have told her that, <laughs> but she'll watch this anyway. I'm so proud of her and I'm, you know, she just, she could have hit the ground running when she got her energy back, but that would have been worse for her. But she realised she had to take it slow and that would have been so hard. Um, I mean, even after I get a cold, I'm I'm racing out the door to go and do something it's so hard for me to sit still. Um, so I can't imagine being in that position. But, yeah, I'm so glad she came on here and she shared her story with us. Um, I hope it has, you know, maybe helped somebody with how they're feeling. Um, I, yeah, I think it's it's really funny how I was talking about before, how I don't think about my future much. I definitely think about it a lot more now. I'm still not sure where this is going to go though. I I would really like to do some sort of financial counselling in the future. Um, th- you know, through a community service or something. I 
but I, I, I think I just really want to help people. And I think that's what I'm trying to do here with my with this whole thing. Um, you know, just trying to get my perspective out there and trying to help. Um, if anyone's you know, feeling the same way and just couldn't put into words. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll just see where this all goes. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, I think in the end it is just really important, like I said in my article, <laughs> um, not to compare yourself with anybody. Like mum said, you've got to do it in your own pace. Um, some of my podcasts that I listened to who inspired me a little bit to start thinking about my own podcast, um, they've been doing it since they were 20 and now they're millionaires from it. But I, I'm not going to – like at, at my age and I'm not going to um, sit here and be like I, I could have – you know, because it just wasn't, wasn't my plan. It wasn't going to happen but now I'm doing it. And I'm here, you know, you just can't compare yourself to anybody else, no matter how old or young you are. It's just so different. Everyone is just so different and they're all just going at their own pace. And like I said before, as long as you're doing what makes you happy, you know, whatever that may be, that's all that matters. Okay, guys, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening to another podcast of mine. Um... I'm going to link the article that I referred to in this um, podcast and also um, I'll link my Instagram. I think I mentioned last time I was working on a Facebook page. I know they're not hard to create. I just forgot to make one. So still working on that um, but that'll be up and running soon because I have a lot of people on Facebook that don't have me on Instagram that were trying to um, – you know, get to my podcast, but I put it all on Instagram. So, yep, there'll be a Facebook page soon. Um, I really hope you enjoyed, guys, and I will see you next time. Bye.